Misses the throw, pocket collapses, he backpedals, pumps once, sidesteps the tackler, runs to the right, 15th, pumps, fires, end zone, caught, touchdown! Don't forget about the Ravens. This is a team that has Lamar Jackson Great. going into a big season contract-wise and a bunch of guys who want to prove that last year was an aberration. It was not what they are. Um, I really only got one message right now for all the questions, you know what I'm saying? So every question is going to come after this as respectfully as I can say as possible. Just watch how we bounce back. That's all I got to say. I hit the booth and I just went super saying I run with the purple like I play with the Ravens. These bitches ran a Raven. Hope I never have to go back watching. Everybody loves Raymond eating Raymond. Nigga, this paradise. Life's a fucking paradox at paradise. If they not rolling with you, then they parasites. Nigga, I had that vision. It was clear in sight. Nigga, shine down. What's up, guys? It is your man, Kyle, here with the next episode of Raven's Universe. So I was gone for the last week and a half or so. I had my wedding and then a honeymoon. Fortunately, when on our way to Hilton Head, we were able to find a Raven's bar down in South Carolina in Hilton Head. So I was actually able to watch the Patriots game, the Ravens and Patriots game, at this really cool bar down there and just so if, if you guys didn't know if you go on the Ravens app or they probably even have it on the website too they actually have a find your flock and it shows you every Ravens bar in the country that's registered as a Ravens bar so I shit you not we got there and I wasn't expecting to watch the game so I didn't bring a jersey or shirt or anything we got there and the lady literally wouldn't even let us in we had to basically show proof that we were Ravens fans in order for us to even get into the bar. So that's how intense it was. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, so today I'm just going to do twick, uh, twick, do a quick recap of the Patriots game and then a very brief, um, just because I want to get this out tomorrow, a very brief Bills-Ravens preview. So let's get into it. Um, let's go ahead and look at the overall stats and see what we look like. Like I said, I haven't really looked into this, didn't put much preparation to this, but um, we'll get through this. So we're looking at time of possession, Ravens 31 to the Patriots 29 minutes. First downs, Ravens 19 to the Patriots 22. Total yards, 394 for the Ravens, 447 for the Patriots. Passing yards, 206 Ravens, Patriots 302. Rushing yards, Ravens 188, once again, 107. I think of that was Lamar, so take that for what it is. To the so one eighty eight for the Ravens to the Patriots one forty five penalties two for the Ravens three for the Patriots. So once again another another game with low penalties. So that's a big plus for the Ravens so far this season. Hopefully they keep that up. Total return turn, return yards eighty for the Ravens. Patriots fifty eight. Total plays fifty nine. Ravens, Patriots 63. Yards per play, 6.7. Ravens, Patriots 7.1. Total turnovers, Ravens 2 to the Patriots 4. All right, so, I mean, looking at that, the Patriots pretty much own every stat, which I'm not surprised about, honestly, watching that game. Ravens offense was on and off, in my opinion. Um, like I said, I haven't really watched. I haven't watched this game a second time yet, so you know I'm just kind of going off memory here and kind of what my feeling was watching that game, and then obviously processing through the last couple of days. But not surprised to see the Patriots owning most of these stats. Let's look at box scores here. So 
Ravens box score. We got Lamar, 18 to 29, 62% completion rating, 218 yards passing, four touchdowns, one interception, 117.9 QBR. Really good, really good there. This is interesting to have Nick Boyle under passing. It's weird. But anyway, rushing Lamar. Yep, I was right. 11 attempts for 107 yards. Justice Hill. Impressive game, impressive game by him on only six attempts. He had 60 yards. Most of those yards coming off those two carries. I think he had like a 40-yard carry and, and then also had like an 11 or 15-yard carry. J.K. Dobbins made his return. It was exactly what I expected it would be. Maybe like five carries. He ended up getting seven. Seven carries for 23 yards. Not bad. Along a five. So that's what the rushing looked like. Um, I'm curious to see how they keep the share of the backfield. I mean, notice how there, there really wasn't anything for both. I wonder if Kenyon Drake was even active. I don't know, but didn't see him or Mike Davis, really. So looking at J.K. and Justice Hill, Justice Hill had a good game. Finally saw something out, you know, well, he also got a decent amount of opportunities, but it was nice to see him kind of get something. He's been on this team for a couple of years now, never really got a fair shot, and uh, did pretty well. Curious to see how they sp continue to split carries as the season progresses. Obviously, we have uh, Gus Edwards still on IR. We'll see what happens. I believe his IR is for the initial four weeks, but we'll see what happens after this. I guess this is week four coming up. Yeah. Receiving. Guess who leading the way? Eight receptions for Mandrews for 89 yards and two tut two tutties. Yep. One of them being an absolute head top on, uh, I forget which McCourty twin is. I want to say Devin, but I could be wrong. Um, we got Rashad Bateman. See, this is where it gets bad, guys. Eight receptions for Andrews. Two receptions for Bateman for 59 yards. Two receptions for Devin DuVernay for 25 yards. One of them being another great jump ball. Well, I'd say jump ball, but it was almost like a high back shoulder to the back of the end zone. But regardless, really beautiful pass by Lamar on that play. It's really good to see that back shoulder being incorporated into his passing game. It's something we haven't been able to see before, and um, really good example of that one there. But also really good job by DuVernay getting both feet in. I wasn't sure if he got both feet in, and as soon as they showed the re replay, it was clear he did. Really good self-awareness on that play by him. Let's see. J.K. Dobbins, two receptions for 17 yards. Patrick Ricard, hometown kid up in uh, Massachusetts. That is where he's from. He had a really, really good game, guys. Here, so, let's see. Receiving, he had one catch for 12 yards. I actually remember that play, so. But um, he had a really good game. Nothing like seeing him just absolutely contain and control, uh, what's his name? Matt Judon, that bum. But also good to see him uh, knock Judon on his ass a couple times, too. That pancake block that he had was absolutely beautiful, and who better do it to than the former Raven slash bully, Matt Judon? Let's look at the defense. Leading tackler on the day was Josh Bynes, who also had that great interception. I was texting my dad during the game. What Josh Bynes did on that interception was so beautiful. They should just have Patrick Queen watch that play on repeat all week long. When you're talking about a linebacker dropping into zone coverage... It was textbook. 
he kept gaining depth until someone entered his zone across his face. Not only that, but if you watch what Patrick Queen typically does where he makes mistakes, especially in pass coverage, is keeping his eyes in the backfield and at the quarterback. Once you read it's a pass, you typically want to see your linebackers turning their hips almost like a cornerback and rushing to that zone with head on a swivel, seeing who's coming in that zone. Not fully going back to the quarterback, but almost like a side shuffle to get to your zone. And that's what Bynes did. It was beautiful. He just kept gaining depth, kept getting depth as he got to his zone. Man came in the zone, and he just under he just undercut the route, caught the ball right in his gut, and that's a turnover for the, uh, the old man, Josh Bynes, veteran, who did have a good game. Let's see. He had... Eight, yeah, he led the team in tackles with eight. Chuck Clark next up with six. Patrick Queen, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Williams with four. And then a couple onesies and twosies throughout the day. Broderick Washington with three. That's good. But um, good thing to see. Obviously, my weekly Justin, Justin Tucker appreciation speech. That 56-yard field goal was so clutch. That's one of the more difficult, um, I almost said arena, stadiums to kick in. From what I've heard other kickers talk about is that it just has a very odd, the wind has a very odd way of funneling through that stadium. So you get a lot of crosswinds, a lot of kind of random winds coming through. And with it being outside, they hit that 56-yarder, and it was probably good from about 65. It cleared the bottom goalpost by 10 yards or so, from the side view at least. So that was good. Um... Devin DuVarnay just continues to show his value, not only as a receiver, but how much he's progressed as a receiver, but also in special teams. Obviously, being a all-pro last year and a pro bowler for special teams, it's nice to see that continue into this year. That just wasn't like a one-year fluke. So that pump return, he, well, first off, kick return, he had one kick return for 25 yards. Not bad. But also, was, that pump return he had for 55 yards was or I guess it was 43, was beautiful. I mean, when he needs to kick on the Jets, he really does. And he's able to also move while at full speed as well, not just beeline to at an angle. He's able to sidestep, make guys miss. He looked like he was going towards the sidelines and took a little instep inwards to make a guy miss and then took right back off up the sidelines. It was beautiful. Now, let's look at the Patriots box score. Um... Mac Jones threw for 321, no touchdowns, three interceptions. Ramondre Stevenson, who I believe is a rookie, he ended up having 73 yards. Damian Harris with 41, and freaking Mac Jones with 31 yards rushing. All three had a rushing TD. And receiving-wise, well, let's talk about the rushing attack. Really disappointed in the D-line this game. It was really tough to kind of look and see how well they've done, particularly in the run uh, the run defense department the last two weeks. Miami wasn't great, but they, they were able to contain it. Week one versus the Jets was very good. This week was uh, definitely a step back. And I know guys are banked up, guys are hurt, but still tough to see. Especially coming from you know what we're used to as Ravens fans. But let's just take a look at this. Um, 
Receiving yards, Devontae Parker had a career day. So this is what I'm getting at here. He had five catches, 156 yards, with the longest reception of 40 yards. And Kendrick Bourne had 58, and the rest doesn't really matter. They got a guy on this team called Lil Jordan. His first name is literally Lil, L-I-L, apostrophe, Jordan. Lil Jordan Humphrey. That's interesting. All right. Side note, sorry. Getting distracted here. But what was I even saying? Oh. Devontae Parker hasn't done anything in maybe two or three years, honestly. Receiving-wise, stat-wise. And then, of course, play the Ravens. Someone's going to have a career day receiving. Someone's going to blow up that entire receiving yards column. And it was his turn. I don't know what to say about this Ravens secondary. And I don't want to be too hard on them as much as everyone thinks they deserve it, but just hear me out here. Mac Jones had all day to throw. Most of the game. Literally all day long. Zero pass rush. And I understand people are hurt, yada, yada, yada. To me, it's no excuse. If you can't get pressure off the sides, get pressure up the middle. But neither was happening. So the longer any quarterback in the, in this, in the NFL has, the more accurate, the more comfortable, the more the better they're going to be able to throw the ball and make their reads. Mac Jones should not be killing us like that. I know he didn't throw for any touchdowns, but 22 for 20, no, 22 for 32, 68% completion, pretty good. Anything up around 70, close to 70 is a great game. The interceptions kind of overshadow shadow how accurate he was that day. But... Defense, no one, let's see, Devin McCourty, I was right, Devin McCourty had seven tackles, he led their team, let's look at special teams, nothing impressive, alright, so there's that, Um, I just want to, uh, yeah, so back to the defense, I'm not letting the secondary off the hook, necessarily, I'm just saying, you try and guard these receivers that are ungodly fast, and for, you know, five, six, seven seconds every other play, basically. I just really think they could benefit from better pass rush, whether it's up the middle, on the edges, or even through blitz packages, linebackers coming through. But every quarterback we played this week, besides Joe Flacco, because he's Joe Flacco and can't move, anyone that has a, at least a solid pair of feet on him, feet or knees on him, are having field days on us. And it's because... They're back there in the pocket. They're comfortable. And they can go through the progressions. They can go through reads. And a quarterback's going to find somebody open if they're getting five seconds in the pocket every pass attempt. So that's definitely alarming. There were flashes of greatness. There were, you know, obviously a lot of bad things. But keep in mind, Jalen Armour Davis, rookie. Uh, Pepe Williams, rookie. I don't think Brandon... Brandon Stevens did play this game. That's right. Brandon Stevens played. He had a nice uh, pass breakup in the end zone. And then good to see Marlon Humphrey get on the board with another um, with an interception this season. Really love the passion he brings. I was watching The Wired. If you guys don't, if you guys don't watch those, it's on the Ravens YouTube channel. It's called Wired. And it's just all the guys mic'd up for the games. 
Definitely watch the one this past week. It's a good one. Uh, they got Pat Ricard mic'd up. He's pretty entertaining to listen to. Says a lot of funny stuff. But also you kind of get to see. They had Humphrey mic'd up a couple weeks ago. He's typically mic'd up a lot. Obviously because of the character he is and his personality. But um, Humphrey's a leader on that defense. As goofy as he seems on Twitter and is kind of unbearable he can be sometimes on social media. Um, I Seeing those kind of clips the Ravens put out gives me a little bit of faith because I remember they, they had portions of the Miami game in that uh, Wired episode. And it was at the at the end of the game, he's sitting there by himself on the bench, kind of talking to himself. And he's like, how did we let this happen? Did that really just happen? And he's just sitting there kind of beating himself up. He's looking at, who is he looking at? Oh, he's talking to Ronnie, Ronnie Stanley. And he's like, this one's on us, man. This one, this one's on the defense, like owning up to it. So it's good to see that. Sometimes you wonder how much some of these guys care sometimes. But then when you see them, you know, when they don't know they're kind of being watched or being heard, you kind of see what's being said behind the scenes. And it's nice to see kind of the passion these guys do have. So it's easy to be critical, but at the end of the day, their athletes are humans and they want to ball out and they want to win. I'm just putting that out there. I think the defense is going to grow into itself. I just hope they progress sooner than later because it may be too late week 10, week 8 with some of these teams we're playing like the Bills, the Buccaneers, Cincinnati. I mean, if we go down another three or four games, I mean, playoffs are looking unlikely. I really think in the AFC you're going to need to win 11 or 12 games to make the playoffs. But we'll see. Um, I'm trying to think. Anything else that comes with Ravens Patriots. Hmm. Yeah, that's about it. I think I'll move on to Bills. Um, like I said, I didn't get to watch this game a second time, so I apologize for not having super in-depth stuff today. Just wanted to put some stats out there for you guys, give me some of my thoughts. I think moving forward, the defense is going to look better. Maybe not this week against the Bills. Maybe not this week. But I really think they're going to start to get together as long as they can get healthy. Marcus Peters looked pretty good. So did Marlon. Um, Marcus Williams did his thing as always. Chuck Clark did his thing. Oh, and shout out to Kyle Hamilton. Had a terrible outing against Miami and ended up making some really good plays this past weekend. So shout out to him. Way to bounce back. And I uh, just I'm looking forward to see him progress as well. All right. I want to talk about this Bills Dolphins game real quick. Let me bring up the game stats. Let me read these things to you guys and tell me how the Bills lost this game. Time possession for the Bills was 41 minutes to Miami's 19. First downs for the Bills was 31 to Miami's 15. Total yards for Buffalo, 497. Miami, 212. Passing yards, 382 passing yards to Miami's 171. 115 rush yards for the Bills, Miami, 41. Total plays, my I mean total plays for Bills, ninety. Total plays for the Dolphins, thirty-nine. How how Miami is just figuring out ways to win games in the most unorthodox fashion. I I don't understand it. I didn't get to watch this game, so maybe there's more, you know, tell of the tape when you watch it, but. I, I don't know. I saw the highlights. I just I, I'm I'm baffled seeing this. I really am. 
So let's let's go into the Bills box score. I'd like I'm interested to see kind of what they were working with this game. Josh Allen. Obviously, he did his thing. I mean, he had 63 attempts, completing 42 of them, 66.7% completion rate, 400 yards passing, two touchdowns, QBR 100. He's a stud. I got to think going in, I mean, when it's Lamar versus Josh Allen, I think Josh Allen just overall probably has the slight edge. I mean, I think he's got a better offense around him. Not to... Not to say that's why he's good. I just think he's got slightly... I mean, his receiving core is better. I, and I just think he's... I think that offense is structured a little bit better. But we'll see. Let's go into rushing. He led the team in rushing. So something him and Lamar have in common. Leading their team in rushing as a quarterback. Imagine that. Um, Zach Moss had 46. Devin Singletary. So I think this is something that we can take advantage of playing the Bills. Um, if our D-line shows up and they're healthy and they play their game that we know they can, I think we can shut down their run game. Excuse me, I'm sorry. But also, it may not matter. I mean, he's he threw. they only had nine, a little over 100 rushing yards, it looks like. Mainly because it looked, Josh Allen threw the ball 63 times. I don't expect Lamar to throw the ball 63 times unless we're down a quick two scores, three scores in the first half. Receiving, this is kind of surprising. I mean, man, this is so spread out. Devin Singletary, nine receptions for 78 yards. Isaiah McKenzie, who I think is like, man, he's probably like their third or fourth string. No, Isaiah McKenzie, I'm sorry. He's probably, yeah, he's probably their third string their third wide receiver. Um, he had seven catches for 76 yards. Stefan Diggs, seven catches for 74. Gabe Davis, three for 37. Dawson Knox, four for 25. They had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 players with a reception. Insane. So they got guys doing it everywhere. So that's definitely going to be a problem. Obviously on defense, they kind of they've kind of hit the injury bug, but they got a lot of really good decent players. I mean, when you're talking about AJ Epinensa, I'm not sure. Like, I don't watch the Bills all the time. When they're on TV, I watch them because I do like the Bills. One of my uh, one of my best friends, Matt Tarrant, shout out to him. He's a he's been a lifelong Bills fan, so I've always rooted for the Bills because one, they weren't good. For, they were never really good for very long for most of our lives. And I kind of felt bad for Matt, my buddy Matt. So I was like, yeah, I'll root for the Bills whenever we can. And so it's kind of cool to see how that franchise has progressed and turned into one of the best, well, one of the better franchises in the NFL. So that's really cool. So I root for the Bills, if they're, unless they're not playing the Ravens. But clearly I'm going to root for the Ravens in this one. But like I said, AJ Penenza, I haven't watched much of him. I know he was their, I want to say he was a late first round draft pick for them. Two or three years ago, they got Greg Rousseau. He was a first-round draft pick for them last year, I think. Um, Let's see. Shaq Lawson, Matt Milano, who's having a great year, and then Tremaine Edmonds. Obviously, they don't have Davis uh, White, who's – I think he's on IR, or if he's not on IR, he's – I think he's – I think he's supposed to be coming back shortly. But he's a stud. 
uh, Poyer, and then I know, I, th I think it was um, Hyde. Is it, I forget I forget his first name, but Hyde, their other safety. I think Poyer actually, he's one of the guys that got injured, unfortunately. So that sucks for him. He's a stud player. When he is probably their leader on the defense. So that's a definitely a bummer for them. If we're going quarterback versus quarterback, it's a toss-up, I think. Based on this year and what Josh Allen's doing, I think I got to give the slight edge to Josh Allen. So I'll go with that. Rushing, I think the Ravens will have an advantage here. I just They got a better O-line. As, as weird as that sounds, being a Ravens fan the past two or three years, I think we got a better O-line than Buffalo does. I know they've had a lot of issues on the O-line, which kind of explains why they're just passing the ball so often. Maybe it's just their run blocking. Clearly, if they're getting 63 attempts, 42 completions, Josh Allen's getting enough time behind those guys. So maybe they're good at pass block. Like I said, I haven't got to watch tape on them, unfortunately, so I typically would for this. So I apologize for not having better preparation for you guys this week. But bear with me. Been a busy man the last two weeks or so. Receiving core, it's going to go to Buffalo. Defense, it's going to go to Buffalo until the Ravens can prove otherwise. Kicking, I mean, we got the GOAT, Justin Tucker. I'll give it to us. So, I, I mean, I really, I really think this could be a good game. I'm hoping it's going to be a good game. I hope our defense, the only way this is a good game is if our defense can actually play decent. If they play the way, if our secondary plays the way that they have in coverage the last three weeks, it's going to be a blowout. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a blowout. Easy win for the Bills. If our defense can, you know, create turnovers. like the, So the crazy thing with the Ravens defense right now is they're letting up a, a freaking shithouse amount of yards. Um, uh, receiving yards. I think they're last in the league, if not second to last. I mean, either way, they suck right now. But they're getting turnovers. They have so many turnovers right now. I mean, for this game, I think they had three last game and a handful in the first game as well. So we'll see guys. We will see. If all right, so let's see. We've been on here for about twenty five minutes or so. I think I mean when you're talking about key matchups, I really hope they just put Humphrey on Diggs. I think Humphrey's the best matchup for Diggs. I only say that because Dick's footwork is so ridiculous. I think the only way you can get to him is being physical. He's not the biggest guy, but I think if you can can get a little physical, get up in his grill, press him, and maybe get in his head. I don't know, but maybe get in his head. I think you can possibly at least slow down his production. Gabe Davis is a stud. McKenzie's kind of coming into his zone as far as receiving core go, but I think Marcus Peters can shut either one of those guys down if need be. And then we always got Marcus Williams, who I'd love to see kind of shadow whichever side Diggs is on. Now, Diggs hasn't been a super deep threat over the last season or two. He's more of like a technical slice and dice, slants, digs, um, you know, posts. They're just, they're just really smart at getting him open. I don't think he's the best deep ball route runner. I think most of his, I think where he makes his money from what I've watched of his, and I've watched him for a long time after, um, from his time in Minnesota to now. His footwork, his leverage in his routes, his speed in now his cuts, 
I mean, his head fakes, his shoulder fakes are just, I mean, he might be one of one. I think it's when it comes to route running, it's him and Devontae Adams at the top of the list. But anyway, those short intermediate routes is where he makes his money. He racks up a ton of receptions. He's a great fantasy player to have. So I'm not super worried about him as a deep threat, but him just slicing our defense up in the middle, especially with such poor coverage play recently from Patrick Queen and the linebacking core for the Ravens. So I think that whole matchup, what we do with Diggs, I'm not worried about their running backs. Like I said, this may bite me in the ass, but I'm not worried about stopping the running backs. I'm not too impressed with Devin Singletary. I'm not super impressed with Zach Moss. Um, Yeah. I think Josh Allen, this is probably a game where he leads the team in rushing again from escaping the pocket and whatever design runs they may have for him. Defense is going to go to the Bills. So, I mean, I think the Bills win this game. I, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to try and do a hype speech here for us Ravens fans, per, uh, no, Flock Gang. But I really think that, I'm really hoping we keep it close, make it a good game. I think we have a chance to do this. I mean, look what Miami did. I mean, like I said, I didn't watch this game, but the Bills had 90 plays to Miami's like 30. I mean, the if you guys have the time and want to see this for yourselves, just look up the game stats for Bills, Dolphins. Absolutely insane. Dolphins had 19 minutes of possession and won this game. Half the amount of total yards, half the amount of passing yards, um, less than half rushing yards. It's just, it's crazy. And then 39 plays to the Bills, 90. Like I said, I, I don't, I didn't watch the game. I don't know how this happened, but obviously there's more ways to win this league than just leading in stats, clearly. So I think if the Ravens can take advantage and, um, make opportune turnovers, and then the offense can turn their turnovers into points. I think we can win this game. I think if we can get the run game established, I don't expect it to be great because the Bills' defense is so good. Um, I didn't even mention Von Miller. I forgot Von Miller's on the Bills. Guy's a game wrecker, so that's going to be fun. Awesome. I completely forgot about that. But that's what I'm thinking, guys. I mean, I don't really have a score prediction here. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think I saw the over-unders, like 52 points. I would take the over, personally. 52 and a half points, something like that. I mean, I'm going to go like a 35-31 or like a 35-28 type of deal in favor of the Bills. I think the Bills probably win this one by, you know, 7 to 10 points. I think that's a safe call. So that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Bills with a 35, actually I like 34 I'm going to go Bills 34, Ravens 24. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good pretty good um, prediction there. But, yeah, um, like I said, appreciate you guys for tuning in on this one. I know that I uh, didn't have a lot of time to prepare, like I said, but uh, your boy was busy. I promise after this week I will get back in the schedule. I will do – I will release a Bills recap, Bills-Ravens recap early next week. And then later in that week will be the preview for, I believe, Cincinnati. I don't know. I think it's Cincinnati. Either way, looking to continue to drop two episodes a week, both a preview and then a of the upcoming week, and then always a post-game reaction or post-game pod of the previous week game. So 
hey, I hope you guys are enjoying this. Let me know. Hit me up on socials. Text me. Call me. Um, that way I can know what's going well, what's going wrong. I hope the audio sounds good. Um, I got the new mic hooked up the last two episodes. I think it sounds more clear. It sounds better. But if not, let me know. But, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. And I let's, let's hope for the best this weekend. Guys, I think our Ravens can pull it off. But every phase of the game, all three phases have to be on point. Otherwise, the Bills are going to be able to take this one pretty easily, I think. So, um, yep, this is Ravens Universe with uh, your boy Kyle. And I'm tuning out now. And I will talk to you guys later next week. Let's go Ravens. Bye.